Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. I saw all the oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Way, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Fairmount Plus. Hey, this is Heather. Hey, this is Liz. We have a special guest on this episode. We have with us... Hi, guys. My name is Lainey Bradbury. I'm here to give you a school counselor perspective on Mean Girls. Awesome. Let's hit that music. All right, welcome back to Mean Girls Month. Yay! Yes, so this week we are doing the quintessential Mean Girls movie because it's called Mean Girls. (laughs) Helpful. (laughs) (laughs) So this came out in about 2004, which is the year I got married, so that's how old I am. (laughs) However, my husband says he has no recollection of seeing this movie, and I swear I saw it with him on a date. Mm. Hmm. So that's weird. Unless I saw it with you, Liz, or something. I didn't know I you in re- 2004. Yeah, I didn't think so. I Mm-mm. thought that was like right on the edge there. I don't think I saw this one in a theater, though. I think this one probably came to me via like the Disney Channel, like years down oh, the wow. line. So I definitely saw this movie in the theater with my gay boyfriend. That helps. Mm-hmm. That worked out. I was married to my straight asshole husband at the time, <laughs> so we weren't doing a lot of chick flicking, so... That would explain why I didn't see it until later. Mm-hmm. Well, I think this is time to introduce our guest. Yes. Okay, so we have with us my very dear friend, Lainey Bradbury. Hello. Now, Lainey, you and I have gone back to like, what, age five? Yes, age five. Yes. <laughs> I think we were in preschool together, to we, be honest. It was, it was Sunday school, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we've been to like father-daughter dances uh-huh. together. We went through brownies together, like oh, all Lord. sorts of stuff. <laughs> I know. I know. Terrible. <laughs> right. But Lainey has also been a guest previously on our show. You were on our cosplay episode. <laughs> it was like 2015-ish, I think. Oh, that was so much fun. And I'm so glad to be back. Yeah. And also uh, on the Greek Geek Crush episode. So uh-huh. that's fun too. So we're super excited to have you here. And I have to tell you, Lainey, I have a story for you. And okay. I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I might have. I, do you remember my grandpa? Vaguely. Vaguely. He's like big, giant, real sweet. Yeah. So my grandpa was obsessed with you as really? my friend. Yeah. Except he called he called you Morticia Adams. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> he wasn't the only one. A lot of people in high school but it wasn't Morticia. I took it as a compliment, yeah. but that's awesome. Well, and it wasn't it wasn't meant in a mean way no, by I any stretch. Yeah, he was he did, that's just how he remembered you cuz you did more of kind of a, a goth, but yours was almost like haha, I'm pretending to be a goth so you don't yeah. know who I really am. It was fun like that. It was it was kind of like pre-cosplay cosplaying. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so like, I'm not even kidding. Like, until he passed away, he would always ask me, How's your friend? And I was like, What friend? And he's like, You know, Morticia, how is she? And it was very, I just, 
was very sweet. I like, love you stuck that. out. So, <laughs> yeah, well, he, that's re- that that makes me feel really happy. I take that as a huge compliment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And we probably shouldn't tell the story about the time we got your granny drunk on NyQuil and oh, stuck no, out of the let's house. Tell but, yeah. Let's really tell it. Yes. <laughs> that was that was pretty much it. That was- <laughs> That's well, the we story. wanted to invite our boyfriends over. Okay, Liz was spending the night at my house. My parents were in Belgium. Granny was babysitting me. Keep in mind we were juniors in high school. And mm-hmm. she thought that we weren't allowed to have boys over. My parents were fine with us having boys over. They did not care. <laughs> but Granny was like, no, no boys. Y'all are too young to be having boys over. That's not okay. And so, yeah, we slipped NyQuil into her coffee and invited our boyfriends over. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then, but then then we were dumbasses. I'm sorry. Can we? I, I can't remember. Can we? Talk? Yeah. Okay. We were, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we were dumbasses and we left them a note in the mailbox telling them to come around back. (laughs) And she went out to check the mail the next morning and she found the note and she called me in. I I heard, um, Elaine, my actual name is Elaine, but everybody calls me Lainey now, Elaine. And so I come in, she's on the toilet. And so I get chewed (laughs) out and she lectures me about boys and safety and how to, how nice girls are supposed to behave while she's taking a dump. (laughs) I, I love Granny we so. Sweet, but yeah, I know. I love her memory. so much. It was the best. And see, the thing is, we were nice girls. We, were. we did. We did sneak our boyfriends over, but we literally we like sat in your sunroom. Yeah, yeah like, we just like sat in this sunroom and did nothing. Like we just sat and talked. But it was like so <laughs> PG. It was so, so PG. very PG. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I don't necessarily think of myself that was like a young teenager, but I was fairly an innocent person. Like I was not. Me too. We weren't bad no, until we were way not. later. <laughs> <laughs> way, way later. <laughs> so anyway, we we are super excited to have you back on the show again, yeah. and because it's been way, it's been way too long. It has, and yeah. um, you know, and and to talk to you especially because you have been going to school, getting mm-hmm. your um, school psychology. Yeah, I'm stuff, actually like a marriage and family therapist, but I did my internship um, at the alternative school. So I worked with juvenile delinquents. Perfect. So I'm very familiar with high school drama. Well, then this is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I watched this movie last night with my 12-year-old niece, mm-hmm. and she just kind of turned to me. She's like, um, is high school like this? I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It's so like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's. I think that the movie exaggerates it a little. Bit, well, yeah, but yeah, it there. There's a lot of truth to it, but also in your mind, it does. Oh, at oh. the time, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you look back on it now, and it's like, ah, no, it wasn't. I mean, it was bad, but it wasn't like that. But in the it in the feels, thick of it, yes, it, it feels like that in the thick of it. Absolutely. So, Heather, did you have that same experience? Yes, when I was watching it, like especially. Uh, when they were doing the little dance number to Jingle Bell Rock, <laughs> I was laughing. Okay. And then my husband's like, well, what's so funny about it? And I said, because this happens. This happens at every uh-huh. school dance is that the pretty girls get together and they do a little stripper routine <laughs> and they think it's innocent and adorable. And it's like, you know, go ahead, do your stripper routine, but don't pretend that, you know, it's because, you know, you're so cute and everybody wants to stare at you. It's because you're like dancing like that. right? <laughs> and, and you're half naked too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it was so common. I mean, mm-hmm. there was in all of the all of the different groups. You know, were in my high school too. Mm-hmm. So we just except for we had the cowboys. They didn't have the cowboys in there. 
Mm. We had cowboys. Yeah, a couple of them. Did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, they were like the yeah, FFA they, kids or whatever. So oh, yeah. yeah, they hung out in Cowboy Corner, and it was like a dangerous corner. You had to stay away from the cowboys. <laughs> yeah, in, in Utah. <laughs> yeah, they were FFA too, though. So it's it not the, you know they have a Mormon yeah. corner on the other corner, or they have their own school. <laughs> Most of the, like the popular people were actually very Mormon. Right. They were kind of preppy Mormon. Oh wow! Yeah. So they they weren't the ones that kind of danced like little strippers, but you know, but in general, I see where that came from, right? Yeah, and see, I feel like in high school, really all my schools, because because Lainey and I went to the same school mm-hmm. for all twelve years. Mm-hmm. So we we weren't like flipping back and forth, and and it was the same kids it for was. a lot of it. At least at least probably at least half of the kids we graduated with we started with in yeah. kindergarten. So you know, and like me, I'm I'm a pretty open person. I talk to just about anybody, yeah. and I'm friendly, and everybody's friendly because you've known them forever. Uh-huh. You just kind of move through the different cliques. And yeah. at some point, you're really good friends with the super popular girls. And then at some point, we had our own little weirdo click. That was the best. We were like the pretend burnouts. Like we were. Yeah, we were. <laughs> we were just lazy. Yeah. Like we weren't doing drugs. None of us were yeah. doing drugs. Well, most of us weren't doing drugs. I don't think the uh, girls were. I think the boys were, no. but the girls were not. But the boys were doing dumbass drugs like, I'm going to go drink a bottle of Robitussin. Woo. And you're like, mm. Well, and that's the thing. Like, they're, oh, we're not taking you to do this. They would tell me this bullshit all the time. We don't want you to go with us to do this very bad thing because we don't want to corrupt you or whatever. I'm oh, like, fuck yes. you. Like, mm-hmm. I remember that well. It used to piss me off. Though I, I threw up on one of them uh, <gasps> when we did go drinking. So that was fun. <laughs> oh, my God. Now I wish I were on the Heathers episode. I got paid in puke. Lick it up. <laughs> Lick it up. You can totally come back for Heather's. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Just mine. Fine by me. <laughs> so that's it's actually kind of funny that you mentioned that because that actually happens in this movie, right? Is mm-hmm. that? Uh, oh yeah, uh, she pukes on yeah, Aaron yeah. Samuels. Is that his name? Yes. Yeah, that's his name. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same thing. And but you realize though, she really hadn't drank before that night. Now no, we can, we'll go back into it. But she's like, you know, stressing out and doing like three shots. I'm like, that's a lot to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, especially yeah. when you have a tiny little body like that, mm-hmm. you can only do so much. Mm-hmm. See, and that's yeah, the funny, okay. the funny thing is that, like, I don't, I don't believe that I was ever a mean girl. At least I really hope that I was never a mean girl because no, no, again, no. I think it's hard to be one when you've known people for so long. But I, I have a very clear list of like, quote, mean girls in my head that went to school with us. Yes. But I didn't have a lot of trouble with them I personally. Didn't I because either. we were friends in kindergarten, you know what I mean? Like it's right. Well, it's easier to bully new people than it is old. True, people. true. And I didn't care. Like mm-hmm. being popular wasn't important. Mm-hmm. I Mm-mm. didn't care. I I wanted to be weird. I went out of yeah. my way to be weird. And then <laughs> after high school, I found my genuine, authentic weirdness. <laughs> that in high school, mm-hmm. I was just trying a lot of things on. I d- I wanted to be the girl who did. I wanted to be the weird girl. Yeah. I I don't know that I wanted to be anything, to be honest. Yeah. Like I just, oh, I, I was just there. The yeah. I was the chameleon. Again, I yeah. could just fit in with just about anybody. Yeah. So still a thing. Yeah. 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 
I, I remember it was on this podcast where we were actually kind of discussing. I said, you know what? I don't remember any like particularly nerdy nerds at my school, you know, but uh, I was, you know, I was on the chess club with the chess and magic <laughs> club. Like, and You were the and nerd. And I was like, and you know, I was the editor chief of the newspaper. And then I'm like, wait a second. Hold on. <laughs> Hold the phone. Yeah. I think, you know, and I was like really into Star Trek. I had a uh, Starfleet Academy uh, sticker on my car. <laughs> Ooh, I had one of those in college. And I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> I was the nerd that I'm referring to. I didn't even think about my, I didn't even think myself that way. Cause I, you know, I still got along with everybody. It's just yeah. that I, it was I like some eclectic items. <laughs> well, I, uh, I don't and, think there's anything wrong with that by any means, but I think in again, and Laney will back me up on this. Mm-hmm. We're probably will think about the exact same nerds when you think about the like painful nerds, the one who were like just could not freaking function, you know, <laughs> like yeah. I, we probably yeah. have the same kind of list of people. Because again, we went to the same school forever. Did you notice they didn't really have them in this movie? No, they didn't. Right. They didn't have nerds. Yeah, Janice yeah. and the the two gay to function Damien, guy. Damien. 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 Yeah. yeah. They were the artsy nerds. Right. But not the nerdy nerds. Yeah, they didn't really focus on nerdy nerds. Probably because people like Regina George would never even have a nerdy nerd in her hemisphere. Like it would just never Mm -hmm. cross her mind that that person even existed. Right. That's true. One of the things that I did like about that, though, was that they did kind of show different groups of people, but they didn't like – shame any of them even Mm -mm. the mathletes and he's like oh it's social suicide but yeah but they weren't saying you're a terrible person or that we will hate you it's just that like hey if you're trying to climb the social Mm -hmm. ladder here that's not the way to go yeah but um you know they didn't really um you know the the main guy wasn't so nerdy i mean he went out there and rapped at the talent show (laughs) Mm mm-hmm I was like, I love Tim Meadows. He's like, all right, that's enough. <laughs> that's We're, that We're going to stop this. We're stopping this right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I like that it was from, you know, had a lot of different perspectives. Now, Tina Fey wrote this mm-hmm. based on an actual self-help book, kind of for parents of teenagers yes. to talk to teenagers about what's going to happen in school. Mm-hmm. I forgot what it was called. Queen Bees and Wannabes. Yep. Yes, mm-hmm. that's what it was. I really liked that because it really had a basis on reality. I think that's why it felt that it was really true because we'd all seen this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this author was writing about kind of social interactions that always happen. Um, Lainey, in your experience, mm-hmm. was how much was this far off from what you would, would consider normal teenage drama? Well, you have to remember that the teenagers that I work with um, have social media. And that's the big difference. All of the bullying, all of the relational aggression, most of it is taking place online now instead of in the halls or in a book. And so, so the burn book yeah. is just Twitter. Exactly. Exactly. So that's the big difference is that it's all virtual now. But then it spills over into real life because if somebody's just slammed you on Snapchat or Twitter, then it's going to be really awkward in the hall the next day. So yeah. um and if and I'm trying to think of what the major complaints are. I'm, slut shaming isn't really a big thing anymore. It's more virgin shaming that hmm. is oh, really? the big thing. Um, and then a lot of threats of violence, like with the, with the guys, mm-hmm. and and actually okay. more than you would imagine with the girls. Physical violence. The girls are fighting now. 
physically. It's not just relational aggression anymore. The girls are throwing down. Wow. I've heard that like the Instagram is there's like passive aggressiveness because you're supposed to like, like everybody's pictures. Oh yeah. And if you don't specifically like one, then you are, you know, you're giving a passive aggressive adjustment. And for me, it's like, I don't even notice crap like that because it's like, who's sitting there scrolling through their Instagram all the time? Teenagers. Teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've seen, I've, I've seen like a teenager set their phone down and just saw Instagram flat notices for this flash. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. My niece's phone, she had a, an iPhone. And so you would just hear it was like, like just huh. for days, like the shit's just going on. And it's like texts and, and, uh, Skype chats and Instagram and Snapchat and things like that. She's only 12. Yeah. So my sister tries to keep real close and I do like the background mm-hmm. peeping just to make sure that I'm not seeing anything that shouldn't be on there that she's possibly tried to block her mother from. Oh yeah. Like dick pics. <sighs> I have, I've gone through her stuff. I'm just seeing what she's posting. Oh, so. gotcha. Well, dick pics are big. I had, when I was at the alternative school, I had so many students, even junior high students in there for quote unquote child pornography because they were sexting or they were posting dick pics on Snapchat or their girlfriend sent them nudes and they reposted Mm -hmm. them on Snapchat. I had so many that were sent to the alternative school for child porn. Mm. And that's a, that's a label that follows you. Mm -hmm. And they, and they do not understand why it's so dangerous. They absolutely do not understand. Mm-hmm. They oh, will. That's so scary. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One day. Let's talk about Coach Carr. <laughs> oh my God, oh. that guy. Because that's why child porn is such a big deal. They, yeah. they mm-hmm. don't believe that those people are out there, you know, jerking it. They think that mm-hmm. only the other students at their school are looking at it. But no, there are perverts looking at it. Well, that's the thing. Oh, we I'm- we just covered Carrie. I think I was telling uh-huh. you about that this afternoon when we chatted. There is so much weird, naked teenage girl muff going on, boobs, <laughs> the whole thing, full frontal. And I'm like, you know what? Every fucking 80s movie, 70s movie was just like this. And it was like, why are we looking at high school girls? Because even though the yeah. actresses playing them are probably in their 20s. Of course. I think legally they have to be. Well, and yeah, but again, it's supposed to be like, like we are putting out this image of what's beautiful and what's sexy and what's, oh my gosh, we're going to jerk it to this behind right. the peephole in the wall. But they are looking at what is supposedly 15, 16, 17 year old girls. And that is just, Ick factor. <laughs> I think the idea and the way they can wrap their head around and justify it is that, you know, at the age, they were attracted to these young girls and they thought about stuff like this. But like as an adult directing it, I really have a tough time with it. It's like, yeah, you know, you're you're sexualizing children yeah. still. Yeah. I think it was just much more acceptable then. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. You know, I mean it's not, and it never was and never should have been, but it was and again, we saw it in the man who wasn't there. It was in movies like Porky's and, you know, Revenge oh, of the Nerds. And just, <laughs> Porky's is terrible. Porkies. Yeah. <laughs> and again, it's all like junior high, high school, early college kind of things. And it's just like, ugh. Yeah. I don't know. So let's talk about the movie proper because okay. uh, I know somebody will call us if we don't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, you know, the idea was that Katie had been homeschooled mm-hmm. for – how many years? I mean, her whole 12. life until she was yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. basically. 
so she when she went into high school, it was a completely new concept for her. And I think that that was what was kind of so refreshing about this is because she hadn't slowly seen these type of cliques develop. And yeah. she just got thrown into them right away. And somebody had to actually tell her about it. Mm-hmm. I think also with that, you see, you know, again... We we homeschooled my niece for a little bit last year, and, and mm-hmm. then she had to go back into school. And so, you know, seeing her kind of acclimate to that, she'd been to school before, so it wasn't like she hadn't, but she missed the first semester of sixth grade, which is a very different thing from fifth grade. True. Just even in the way everything is laid out and how the cliques roam and you have a lot more freedom. It's not just one class walking back and forth together all day. So seeing how these, you know, you're dropped into this situation – She's a very cautious child. She had dealt with a lot of bullying in in elementary school. And so, you know, she was, you know, very cautious getting back into things and trying to make the right friends and being a good friend and standing up for people. To see somebody who's never been in a school environment just immediately fall into, yeah, let's trash the most popular popular girl in high school and make a big joke out of it. That sounds like a good thing to do to get my social standing up. It's just, it it seemed a little... It seemed a bad idea. To me. <laughs> it's like those those kids in Africa should have taught you better than this. Right? Mm. Yeah, so, I mean, she originally she befriended uh, the art nerds, right? right? Mm-hmm. And everybody knows one of the, knows them. Like you can picture them in your head because you went to school with them, and they were always fun to hang out with. They didn't. You I'm know, still friends with those people. Mm-hmm. All of them, exactly. <laughs> like. They didn't actively hate anybody, um, with the exception they did put something in in here where she had a problem with the plastics. There's always also the trope of the pretty girls. And when she saw the opportunity to be able to kind of get into the club because she'd been warned by her new friends, mm-hmm. like, these girls are mean. And she's like, well, they, they don't seem mean. And they then said she I was start- pretty. Yeah. But in the same breath, she's like, so you think you're pretty? You think you're pretty? That's like, she just burned you after two seconds. Like, mm. Yeah. Regina George was negging Mm -hmm. Katie in that scene. I I feel like Regina George was like the original pickup artist. Yeah, totally. I I really do think that the pickup artist, if, if you're not familiar with that, that's the guys that base their life on that book, The Game, and they insult women and they give them backhanded compliments and they insult they'll they'll throw out an insult and say oh no 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 I didn't mean it that way and I feel like they're modeling a lot of that off of Regina George Mm -hmm. yeah she knows how to make people feel comfortable and at at the same time something inside of them wants to please exactly right Katie even says it she's like we all actively hate her but we still want her to like us And I think that's something that is very – I don't know if this is a boy thing. I don't know if guy – I've never been a boy. I don't know if guys have this need to be liked and accepted as much as girls do, if it's just the way we are socially conditioned throughout our lives that everything has to be perfect and you have to be better than this and look like this and everybody needs to like you and you need to not speak up and not make people upset. I don't know if this is a thing that guys do, but this is 100% – a thing that girls feel. Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't like you, but I still need you to like me. Mm -hmm. I don't want to not be liked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So so we talked a little bit about uh, the pretty girls that they were referring to as the plastics. And that's because they always look fabulous. Like even the one guy that is, what did they call him? So gay, you can't handle it or something. Oh, Damien. 
Yeah, so, like, he's able to acknowledge, yeah, she's fierce, but she's awful. Yeah. Watch out for her. Mm -hmm. So then you start to kind of establish who they are and what they do, right? There was there was the pretty one, you know, which is Regina, who was also mean. Mm -hmm. And then there was the other one that was very insecure, but his father had a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And Rich so he a lot of influence. Yes. Yeah, and she was so pretty. And then Karen, was the name Karen Smith? Karen Smith. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She, they're like she's she's like the prettiest girl but she's the dumbest person you'll ever right. meet she's like i'm really dumb i loved her weather forecasting boobs i know that only worked <laughs> when it was already raining i know because she has espn <laughs> espn oh yeah you know this this movie has so many good one-liners in yes. it yes they're oh, just yeah. amazing so stop trying to make fetch happen i'm sick <laughs> 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 I use that one a lot. Yeah. There's a me there's a gif of that one I use it constantly. I'm sick. <laughs> I was gonna say, I feel like Karen and Gretchen are not mean. No. I really don't well they're mean. They're plastic, yes, but mean? they're petty a little bit. Petty, Karen Karen's just dumb. But I think yeah. Gretchen Gretchen was a gossip, but I don't think she necessarily had meanness behind it. I, I think she was just was one of these like flibberty gibbet kind yeah, of people. Yeah, very nice word. The conference call thing that they did. That happened to me once. Oh my God. Yes, I've been on those. It happened to me too. Three-way attacks. Yeah. That was really common. And now it's like just a text chain where you mm -hmm. uh, text and group the other one in. Or, oh, no, no, you tag them in the tweet, the direct messages after. That's well, you can do. do that, but they can still hide somebody in because you can now add calls to iPhone. You know, you can add a third person in and nobody would even know they're there. Yeah, but nobody yeah. calls on the phone. They don't talk. Gosh, I haven't even worried about that in ages, but maybe I should worry about it. I don't now because I could give a fuck. I got a podcast. I will yeah. say anything to anybody. <laughs> and that's the thing. I I try really, really, really hard not to talk about people in a way that I wouldn't say it to their face. Same. Mm -hmm. Some people, I will tell yeah. them to go fuck themselves mm -hmm. very easily. But I'm not going to just spout off behind somebody and then be stupid nice to them up front. Oh, hell no. Yeah. Mm -mm. I may not be you know, a bitch to them openly but i'm not they're gonna know that we are just doing the polite conversation bit right. like there's no there's no false pretenses about mm -hmm. that we're getting along or are friendly in any way it's like oh my gosh hi <laughs> so good to see you you look so fetched today <laughs> i'm gonna just start saying that <laughs> that is so fetch stop trying to make fetch happen it's never gonna happen yeah, so the new three-way call thing is the direct messages, and then you tag somebody in at the end. Mm. Oh, because then they can scroll up. And then oh, they can see okay. everything. That's yeah. a dick move. Don't do that. Yeah. That is it. That is a dick move. And like celebrities even do it, because mm. I've heard about some of those. That's usually where I find out about them is people have screenshots. Because mm -hmm. so, uh, whoever gets tagged in screenshots it, so they can't deny that they were doing you know, the yeah, bad Yeah, the screenshot thing I have seen happen more recently than i'd like to admit it's like who's doing this why are we so childish we're all old like i'm old yeah. i'm way too fucking old oh, for I, this I shit. see that kind of shit all the time from people our age and older mm -hmm. and i'm i mean some of my junior high students my junior high delinquents that I worked with were more mature than some of the yeah. 40 and 50 year olds that I know in real life. 
all those Karens. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I it's it's really uh it really surprises me kind of what social media does and I cannot imagine uh Mean Girls now would be mostly on social media, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, it would be very, very difficult to film, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it would be possible. And I'm sure that the exact same things happen. And the only thing that I noticed that I still feel is a little bit different about this movie, and actually it kind of happened in it, is that the head mean girl rotates. She yeah. gets, she gets up so high and then she gets torn down by the other mean girls. Uh-huh. Well, I think that happens. Yeah. And it happened yeah. in this one. Now, I know part of the spoiler is that Katie just basically becomes a mean girl. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was so frustrating. Yeah. Well, it's like you join in to bring it down, but then you become the thing you hate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it's easy. I, again, I don't I don't feel like I was ever like, quote, a popular girl. Oh, I definitely wasn't. But I knew everybody. And I think I was fairly well liked just in a passing glance. So I wasn't ever on the outs or whatever. But I can't imagine just spending that much time worrying about. But I know it happens. I know it does. You know, I was even asking my niece about it because she watched the movie with me last night. And, you know, she's asking this high school like that, blah, blah. And I was like, well, you're in seventh grade. Are you seeing Mean Girls now? She's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that's terrible. Because she has the same thing. They will talk yep. real sweet to her. Mm-hmm. And then they will try to catch her in something and then turn on her. And this has happened three or four times. And I'm just like, come back to homeschool. Nobody beats yeah. you up at homeschool. So. <laughs> I know it's it's really hard to feel like you need to kind of protect people from this because you watch Mean Girls and you think, oh, my God, I can't let anybody into this world. Yeah. But so many of us have gone through it and we're fine. Yeah. Mostly. Th- theoretically. Theoretically, <laughs> I'm fine. Mostly. That is an assumption. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm fine. I'm- but you know what I've noticed also? The, again, I, I have a very specific group of people in my head that I would have counted as the mean girls that I went to school with. And again, I was friends with all of them at some point mm-hmm. because that's how 12 years in the same school works. Yeah. And they weren't – I don't feel they were ever particularly mean to me, but I saw what they did to other people. And now a very high percentage of this Uber Christian stay-at-home moms yes, and putting all the cunt. Jesus saves. And I'm like, you were a fucking cunt to everyone. Yes. Like, yes. like you were terrible. And now you're like Miss Holier Than Thou. So Yeah, but are they really though? Because I, doubt I it. find I can't imagine. that that mean girls become like super mean girls as an adult with a cause. So in this case, maybe a religious cause or maybe the anti-vaccine cause or (laughs) some, 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 you know, dipshit thing that they're going to be trying to work on. Yeah. And they just become mean girls that is like a socially acceptable mean girl. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because they can be very judgmental in the name of Jesus. So that's okay. Mm -hmm. Also, the moms going after each other, like, oh, yeah. and, or the moms versus non-moms and the breastfeeders versus the non-breastfeeders. Oh, I've I heard mean, all about they that. Get, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's causes people get behind and then they just act like mean girls, but then they have a, 
a reason to be. They so that it's not that I'm just this selfish person yeah. that likes to see other people fall. These are the, the Karens and the Beckys of the mm-hmm. world. That's just, yes. Yeah. Making sure their coupon gets accepted after it's expired. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, Karen. <laughs> you know, I mean, these are people that are going to be mean to like, uh, you know, check out people mm-hmm. like specifically with the with the coupon issue. And they're going to be mean to people they don't consider on the same status level as them. And so it just mm. keeps going. It doesn't change. I don't I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't try to affiliate myself with mean girls because I don't like mean women. Agreed. Same. Yep. That's why we have an, a podcast of awesome ladies <laughs> that we bring on. Yeah. I'm sitting here asking myself because I have never even gotten close to being accepted and embraced by that type of click. But I'm mm-hmm. having to honestly ask myself if I did find myself in that position, would it go to my head? And I can't completely honestly say that it wouldn't. I mean, yeah, I don't think any of us could. I, if if I'm being perfectly honest, it would probably be a rush. I mean, I'd like to think that that my good conscience would step in and say, no, 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 you can't behave like this. But it would be interesting to be the queen bee. I've never played that role. Yeah, yeah. I was fairly quiet in high school too, for the most part. Yeah, not like shy. I've never been shy a day in my life, but. Um, just not just unassuming, just kind of trying to get through the day. Like I right. just didn't want to stand out. I wasn't that interested in it other than doing the things I wanted to do. Right. And so fast forward 20 years, 15 <laughs> years, whatever it is, as Facebook and, you know, the social media stuff has picked up our podcast, things like that. I have had so many people who I didn't even think knew my name adding me on social media and then some others that I've known forever who like, so, okay, there's a particular clique of girls and I love them all. They're very, very sweet. Mm -hmm. I was never super, I was never in their clique. This wasn't, I wasn't in that group. It wasn't a thing. They called me on a road trip to somebody else's bachelor party one time. And they're like, oh my God, you're so funny. I don't remember you being funny in high school. I was like, well, life and tragedy will do that to you. <laughs> you know, I was, like, I was like, maybe I was. I don't know. Maybe I wasn't. Who knows? Funny. You were totally funny in high school. But the thing is, like, I wasn't like my brother who was like an open class clown oh, okay. or something. And it was just like, again, like I am now, just kind of snarky mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, dry wit, whatever. But because I put it on social media and because I give zero fucks as to what people think about me on social media, and I just say what I'm thinking and probably what a lot of other people are thinking, mm-hmm. that all of these people are like adding me as friends. I'm like, okay, click, sure. And, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, is this a mean girl trick? Are they going to are they gonna like laugh at me? Is it going to be Carrie? What's happening? So, so there's still like always a little bit of a trepidation to that. But I, you know, and, and even people I've known my entire life. Well, you know, best friend from second grade up through, let's say, late elementary, middle school or something. Mm-hmm. She's like, you're damn funny. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, thank you. I think so. Because when somebody puts your life into shambles and you just watch yourself go down in flames a couple of times, you go, hmm, maybe we'll look at the funny side of this. Yeah. So, you know, it's fine. I don't know. I do love that we drugged your grandma. That's terrible. <laughs> Totally going to hell for that. (laughs) I know. But I think that you said a very key part in there is that, you know, when you get compliments now, Mm -hmm. uh, there's part of you going, what 
what is actually happening <laughs> it's, here. Right. It's like, wh- and, and but why, that, though? I think, stems all through high school, like mm-hmm. junior high and high school. And not, because, I mean, if you just kind of bypassed it, you probably wouldn't be like that because you don't get like that around your coworkers, right? Mm. Like, what's what's in this for you for complimenting me? I did because, and it, unfortunately, it was always because I ended up working for a mean girl boss. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it's like I had several that were, again, just like Regina, sweet as pie on one hand, and then like the biggest roadblock to your career on another for literally no reason other than you must have intimidated them oh, or threatened them awful. somehow. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't want your job, bitch. Like, right. I barely want my job. <laughs> like, I'm not that ambitious anymore. I'm really not. But, but that's the thing. It's like, I don't want to, I'm not trying to steal people's jobs. And that's probably how they got to their job was stomping mm-hmm. on other people and doing that kind of shit. Cause again, we see that the things that aren't supposed to be good are rewarded a lot. Yeah. There's and, a lot of uh, that. Yeah. yeah. So. And a lot of people can make a skill out of, and Regina did, making herself look like the good person yep. when she is definitely a terrible person. Like at the end when she showed, she wrote something bad about herself and then gave the burn book to the principal. Like, how could somebody do this and say this? Cruel. It's all your handwriting, bitch. <laughs> and the principal's like, well, she wouldn't have called herself a skank waffle or whatever she called herself. <laughs> a fugly slut. Fugly slut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. I like skank waffle. <laughs> These are phrases that should come back, yeah, but should be yeah. sent to like hateful men. I'm just going to start mm-hmm. calling them all fugly Ooh. sluts. That'd be amazing. Oh, can I interject some psych? Yes. For okay. just a moment. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I read this article recently and I'll pull it up and tell you the name of it if you want me to. But basically it was talking about whether girls get slut shamed more or do guys get slut shamed more. And amongst adults, especially on social media, it seems like it's kind of the tide has turned and guys who are promiscuous get more shit for it, essentially. And girls who slut shame other girls and especially guys who slut shame girls. Get yeah. Massive amounts of shit for doing lots that. of slap downs and for that. So- I've seen I've seen that. I have not seen the guys being called out on it as much. I would like to. I think that needs to happen. Yeah, I agree. I but I do think that there is a certain um age in which you find it immature that they're yeah, you know, right. acting that way. Well, I think that it, I think that is a thing and it's funny cuz I read a lot of romance novels because uh-huh. I get them for free. <laughs> and uh, there's always I did a whole series on these horrible tropes that show up in these romance novels all the time. And that's one of them. It's like the aging man whore. You know, yeah. like it was hilarious mm-hmm. until you're about 30. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, mm, dude, that's just gross. Yeah. <laughs> and, and no woman wants to bang you if you've been sticking it in everybody in the world. So mm. we should just crochet that on a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put on a t-shirt. <laughs> I would wear but a t-shirt. I, and I'm going to give a lot of props to the Me Too movement for a lot yes. of this. Where we can definitely say, you know what, fuck off. If mm-hmm. I'm a woman and I like to have sex and I want to do that and I'm being smart and careful mm-hmm. and I'm not hurting anybody but me, 
fuck off. It's none of your business. Like, how dare you try to shame me? And then the guy that I did it with, you're like high-fiving him in the back. Like, that's yeah. not okay. No, it's not. Like, yeah. if it's yeah. good for one, it's good for both. You need mm-hmm. to you need to not be a jerk. And, it, and it's so much of that is just other people sticking their noses in where they don't belong. Mm-hmm. It's like, why do you care? And how is it affecting you? They're living so. vicariously. I guess. I, I don't know. I, I don't actually know, but I'm assuming that they can't get laid. And so they just have to talk about the people who can. We can't even talk about the incel population here without my face exploding. So <laughs> yeah, these are the and worst. Besides, we're talking about high school students. They all theoretically are incel at some point. <laughs> yes. I, so there were some, a couple other themes though in this. This didn't have anything to do with the plastics. Katie decided to dumb herself down to try and uh, get a boy, mm-hmm. which I just, <laughs> it just made my skin crawl. That was my head exploding. Yeah. Yeah. I, d- I don't think, I would say it's not cool anymore. No, I don't think not. it ever was. I'm an old lady, but I mean, I would think like, oh no, you don't want to hang out with people that would make themselves look dumb for a boy. <laughs> but yeah. I, that's the thing, like, I I wouldn't trust any boy that would feel that that was the way to go. Does that make any sense? Like, like, oh, good, stupid one. Here's the lame one of the crop. Because that makes you sound a little weird and rapey. Mm -hmm. Like, shouldn't you want somebody who is smart and believes in themselves? I mean, I guess some people don't care and they're just conquesting and they're doing whatever. Mm, I I don't, again, we're coming from the old lady realm here now. We are all 12 steps from the Golden Girls. It's fine. (laughs) Don't remind me. But I just, you know, that's the thing. Like, I just can't understand. It, it, you're, you're right. It makes my skin crawl to think about people doing this. And they do it all the time. And it's so bad. I'm like, I was, I can never be that. I no. am way too competitive. I am way too, um, what's the right word? Like, I'm just like aggressive about it. Like, no, no, I'm not stupid. And I'm going to prove myself. I guess maybe competitive is the right word. Because I just... If I know how to do something, I'm going to do it. And if you tell me I can't, I'm going to do it twice as hard. Of course. Because I'm stubborn. So I want to ask about certain characters Mm -hmm. and their arcs. Because I don't know if we had very many. There's a lot of one-dimensional characters in this show. Yeah. Very true. So the first one is Regina George. Mm. I don't feel that she grew... Even when she realized what she was. I don't think she grew, but I do think she put herself in a better group of company to match her own aggressiveness. That, yeah. That makes any sense? She put herself into the, you know, the jock lacrosse category where she could be aggressive and be angry. Because I think that's where a lot of that mean girl thing comes from is some sort of hidden anger, disappointment with whatever. I don't know how it really falls in there. Mm-hmm. There's some negative emotion that's driving that behavior. I think she's just a bitch. Yeah. Well, she could just be a bitch. But again, there's a lot of shit that goes along with that. I'm going to blame her cool mom. Yeah, I, I do too. <laughs> I, I, I fucking love Amy Poehler I as a cool too. mom, though. It's hilarious. She's awesome. Uh, but we all know a cool mom. Right? Mm-hmm. We all grew up with a cool mom that would be like, oh, if you're going to drink, I'd want you to drink at our house. Yeah, my mom was like not that. cool. <laughs> she's still yeah, not mine. She's still not cool. I love her. But she's yeah. <laughs> that would never have flown. I think for my, my graduation party, I was almost 19 by the time we graduated because I'm a September mm-hmm. birthday. Uh, 
So I think people pretty much looked the other way <laughs> when we were drinking Zimas at my graduation party. But it never would have been offered outright. Right. Ever. Yeah. Your yeah, parents I, were cooler like that, Lainey. My parents were pretty chill. Like my dad was was really chill about that kind of thing. My mom got a lot more chill about it over the years. She was much more conservative when I was in high school. By the time I was in college and then now as an adult, she's completely chill about everything. But, mm-hmm. oh, I wanted to add that um, I rewatched the movie earlier this week and I watched it with my mom and she laughed until she cried. <laughs> she had oh, not cool. seen it. She thought it was hilarious. I love your mom. She's awesome. Yeah. It was hilarious. Um, I think that Regina George never really developed like adult emotions. No. no. And I can see that continuing past her graduation and everything like that. Because when she react, how she'd react just by screaming mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. when she got upset with something and just continued to scream. That's toddler behavior. Oh, yeah. She had no discipline ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you can't when your mom's a cool yeah. mom. Yeah. There's no boundaries, no limitations. Yeah, so she's never experienced a no. Mm-mm. Or disappointment of any kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big problem with spoiled people, regardless of who yeah. they are or what their gender is. You spoil somebody, they're never going to appreciate it. They're only going to expect more of the kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we saw that in Carrie as well when we were watching Carrie. Mm-hmm. Remember the the main lady that decided to be an asshole um, oh yeah she was she terrible. just when she was disciplined she would just scream and just get completely irrational and i i think that's actually a common attribute mm-hmm. uh, for like this mean girl type is they can't handle uh, consequences no because they've never they've never had to face any they've always been too pretty for homework they've always been you know mm-hmm. everything has always been easy and if there's any you know if there's any boundary to that then they're going to push and fight and they do regress back to that toddler stage cuz that's when you're supposed to be disciplined mm-hmm. that's yeah that's where you put the discipline and go nope right <laughs> not yeah. going to fly so so how was it when she got hit by a bus uh, amazing <laughs> I wish every mean girl could hit by get hit by a bus once. They can survive. I don't think it humbled her. No, it didn't. No, no. It certainly didn't. didn't. I mean, it necessitated a certain change in her station, just going Mm -hmm. from plastic to jock. But I don't feel like it humbled her in the slightest. No, she. I think she used it to her advantage. Like, oh, she pushed me in front of the bus, and that's sad. And then half the students vilified Katie for doing it, and then Mm -hmm. the other half of the students celebrated her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We can uh, talk about Katie then and her arc. It's almost like she returned to normal again. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, she still got picked as spring queen or whatever the hell they called him. That's because she um, pushed Br- Regina because, yeah. because she uh-huh. pushed somebody in front of a bus, even though she didn't, you know, we know she didn't, but, and then, and then she goes up there and she's like, Hey, we're all special. It's like, yeah, but you just got voted up here because everybody thinks you murdered right, Regina. <laughs> mm-hmm. But she, she actually says that though. She she's like, I think most of you voted me because I, you think I did this thing, but we're all, you know, we're all special in our own way. Like your mm-hmm. dress is beautiful. Your hair looks amazing. Like that kind of stuff. And that's the kind of girl that I try to actively be. I don't always because I don't really like people a lot of times. <laughs> but but if I see somebody who's got cool shoes, I'm like, hey, cool shoes. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, my God, I love that dress. And, or your hair is awesome. Or, you know, I try to mm-hmm. do that even when it's a total stranger. 
because I have people do it to me from time to time and it feels great and it opens up a door for conversation as well. So, okay. Topic change. When somebody gives you a compliment like that, do you always tell them how much you paid for whatever? Yes. Or that it's got pockets. (laughs) I'm like, it's got pockets. I'm like, girl, I got this for $5. I I do too. I'm like, these shoes, I got them for free. It's it's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I I never quote the price, but I always tell them where. Like Mm. Etsy or Macy's. I have every time. And the pockets thing. You know what's funny though? My niece is four and she was about two or three. I think she, you know, goes out of the onesie wear and into actual clothing. Uh-huh. And she's like, she noticed that her pants didn't have pockets. And so like they were like uh-huh. leggings. So she's like sticking a cell phone in the back of her, like in her butt kind of thing. Oh, Cause she's, she's like, I got to carry something. And then she gets up and she's like, look at my dress knee. It's got pockets. <laughs> yeah. They learned to like, appreciate you never hear a little yeah. boy go, I got pockets. And like, cause you've always got pockets. They do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So funny. They take it for granted. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I think that really Katie's arc was a reverse arc. Uh, she s- started out as kind of a good person mm-hmm. and she ended up as a good person. She did more of in a the full middle. circle than an arc, if you will. Yeah. But she went really kind of dark and, and oh, yeah. to the point where you're just like, yeah, we, I just don't like this person. And I'm glad she got called out by it by her friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm glad that she felt guilty about it because I don't think Regina George ever did. No. No. Well, yeah. and here's the deal. Regina George, I'm pretty sure, is a sociopath. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you're not going to change a sociopath ever. Batman's a sociopath okay. too, but he's got money and tries to help people. <laughs> yeah. So what's the other – what about the other plastics like Gretchen? Nothing really changed for her. Mm-mm. No. No, she just switched languages. Yeah. She moved over to the Asian click and did the exact same thing. And that's the thing. Not everybody in life is going to grow and develop and change. Some people are going to be the same people they were in high school forever. Yeah, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And then some people just don't grow until they get out of high school. I mean. Yeah. I I feel like I that way. I don't think I know who I was until after high school. And when I was in high school, I mean – I don't really remember it too much. I was straight up 30 before I met myself, like my <laughs> real true self. Uh-huh. No, I'm serious. I mean, I'm serious about that because I got, you know, when I was in college, all of my friends were getting married and I wanted to not be left out. So I found this dumbass guy <laughs> and I married him and then I spent a decade with him. And about the time I was 30, I was like, who the fuck are you? I'm mm-hmm. awesome. So you can stop putting me down any day of the week now. That'd yeah. be great. And I was like, I'd be friends with me. And then I was. Mm-hmm. And that was a huge a huge thing but that happened when i turned 30 so mm-hmm. and i got a divorce after that which was great yeah there you go let's just talk about really quick uh what th- our favorite part of the movie is and why Ooh, i have i, I have mine it is when okay. mrs norberry said says it's not a self-esteem problem i think they're all pretty pleased with themselves when all of the juniors <laughs> get called into the gym for the big brawl because um again i'm gonna go shrink on you for just a minute i 
have read a lot of articles about bullying. And I think the conventional wisdom is that bullies are secretly self-loathing. And that is absolutely not true. Empirically, Empirical evidence demonstrates that bullies actually tend to have very high self-esteem and tend to think a lot of themselves. And they did a study um, in South Korea very recently where they found that students with higher self-esteem were the most likely to engage in future bullying than students with low self-esteem, even if they had been victimized. That is fascinating. Yeah. Yep. So bullies think they're the shit, basically. They're, they're, they are not self-loathing. That is, a, that is an urban psychological myth, and it needs to die. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm glad you talked about that. That is really interesting. <laughs> I'm done now. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I loved it. That's, yeah. Uh, that is, that's incredible. I mean, they did show it that way yeah, in this accurate. movie, mm-hmm. but you're right. I, uh, I think that other movies, I mean, just off the top of my head, I'm like thinking of like, um, Goonies and stuff. It's like everybody has is bullying because of their overcoming some right issue. I don't know why I picked Goonies. But, but like, Goonies is awesome. But that aspect of yeah. it isn't quite psychologically accurate. Yeah. Very entertaining, but not very. Yeah, I, I've never known a bully who was like, I just want to be held on the inside. Exactly. No, you're an asshole. No, they're an asshole. Like, this is just, mm-hmm. this is a person who has gotten away with this. Uh-huh. They think they can keep getting away with uh-huh. it. Again, it's this sociopathic kind of uh-huh. behavior. It's like, I know the rules. They just don't apply to me. So go fuck I'm yourself. I'm above the rules. Yeah. I'm untouchable. Yes. Mm-hmm. I am the queen bee. We need an exterminator. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Liz, uh, what's your favorite part of the movie? I, it's it's hard. It's uh, so hard to like pick one part because there's so many good things with this. I love uh, Miss Norberry in general. Like Tina Fey's mm-hmm. character for me is probably my favorite in the whole movie, mm-hmm. just because she's just like just one of us right (laughs) like it's a terrible day this girl spills coffee on my shirt i go to pull a sweater off and now i flash the principal who's clearly got a thing for me so hard it was so bad and it was just like just one thing she has she's at the mall and now she runs into these snotty teenagers like oh good now you get to see that i work at the applebee's and i just i'm like She's so all of us in yeah. trying, just trying to get through the day and make her paycheck and recover from a divorce from an asshole, you know, like all these things. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I love that because it's so real. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just these teachers who are like, Oh my gosh, I laid down my life for all my students and, <laughs> and I'm at home and I'm, I'm crocheting little place settings for that. It's like, fuck, Sorry, I'm just trying to, yes, it's like, I am just trying to get through the day and these little shitheads are not feeling terrible. They feel amazing. But I do love that she still took the time to to put it into perspective that these girls could understand. Yeah. Because that's a lot of problems when adults try to talk to kids or teenagers is they're they're coming at them with adult logic. And kids don't have adult logic. They don't have logic. They've got things we've told them and then things they've learned on their own and they try to squish them together, but they don't have the processes yet. So when you say, you know, Regina's like, I don't know, somebody hurt my feelings. And everybody's like, okay, (laughs) how many of you have been personally victimized by Regina George? The entire kids, all the, all the girls, all the teachers and the principal, yeah. like everybody's hand goes up. And it's like, okay, that is something 
that is not going to make sense to Regina because she's a sociopath. It's going to click with everyone else, though. And they're going to go, oh, I've been hurt. You've been hurt. I was hurting you. You were hurting me. Maybe we should stop this cycle of hurt. Yeah. Even if it's just to, like, walk away, you know? So I like that she, even as annoyed as she was or as, you know, I mean, hell, she had, like, got her house searched by the police for being a drug pusher yeah. because of the bug, the burn book. And 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 here all she'd been trying to do was help this one girl who'd never fucking been to school before. Like, hey, don't do that. That's not effective. But she still, like, was like, fine. I'm mad at you, but – yeah. This is what you need to do. Like it was, it was very nice, and and pushing her to try to take some level of personal accountability mm-hmm. when she was not going to do that at all. Yeah, I, I really loved her too. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite part of the movie, Heather? Well, I think that my favorite part was when they were apologizing to everybody, and you could see the different understandings of what an apology is um, oh, from, yeah. you know, when they, like one of them was like, uh, Gretchen is like, I'm sorry that you're all so jealous of me. Or <laughs> yeah. like that, you know? and, That's my favorite part. Oh my God. <laughs> and, and, you know, just recognizing it's like, and I'm sorry that, you know, I called you this. I'm and sorry I'm sorry you've got diarrhea super- in Barnes and Noble. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry I, I just told everybody that. And I told right him again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I really like that because like sometimes that's true. People mm-hmm. don't understand. Um, they don't understand the concept of a proper apology. No, they so don't. they just <laughs> deflect it onto something that makes sense. Well, it's always like, I'm sorry it hurt that you got your feelings hurt. Mm-hmm. Not that yeah. I did something. It's pushing the, that ownership onto somebody yeah. else instead of taking that responsibility. Mm-hmm. Well, I also love in that part that, uh, you know, everybody they're doing trust falls so they're apologizing and then they're doing a trust fall mosh pit thing into the audience and they're being caught and they're put down and everybody's like oh that's great so she's like i'm sorry you're all so jealous of me and blah 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 and so everybody just steps aside when she does her trust fall and the only person standing there is dumb karen smith with like these wide eyes just like yay it was just Awesome. You know what? I, I, I take it. back what I said about Karen and Gretchen not being bitches. I stand by Karen, but Gretchen, yeah, that was that was really shitty. It was bitchy, yeah. Right there, yeah. <laughs> that one sounds like I've again spoiled. Yeah. I've been rich and spoiled yeah. my whole life. I've never had to apologize before. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I, again, I don't think she learned anything. No, she Karen didn't. didn't learn anything. But that was never going to happen anyway <laughs> because her head is full of cotton, apparently. <laughs> But the weather, yeah, no, the weather forecasting boobs at the end were hysterical. That was like <laughs> it. It felt like they were both kind of followers, and yeah. then by themselves, they really couldn't do anything independently. Mm-hmm. So it really was their personality would change based on who they were following, mm-hmm. not necessarily based on what they are doing as individuals. Yeah, they didn't have a very strong sense of identity. Neither one of them had a very strong sense of identity. So, see, they were less yeah. chameleons and more sheep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they needed yeah. a leader. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, somebody, you know, can follow through and change from group to group right. like Katie could, you know, it was a little bit different. Well, once Katie came back from La La Land. Yeah. yeah <laughs> All right. We kind of wrapped up Mean Girls in a little bow okay. there. Mm-hmm. For the Mean Girls Month, I've been spotlighting uh, different organizations that have kind of helped against bullying and especially uh, high school bullying. And the focus I wanted to do on this one is the It Gets Better project. Mm -hmm. And um, I think a lot of people have heard about this. Um, It was actually based on a 
uh, best-selling book that was called it Gets Better, Coming Out, Overcoming Bullying. So it was more a focus on the LGBTQ uh, community. Right, I remember that. It's really an important organization. And all the organizations that I'm recommending during Mean Girls Month have a gold or platinum seal of transparency, which means that they are letting people know what they do with their funds and how they get their message out there. And they give metrics and stuff They're like, this is how we measure improvement, things like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I like metrics. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Heather's slinging her stats on the corner for money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, a lot of it is really just resources for people, especially um, in the LGBTQ community. There's one particular uh, part of their organization that I found uh, particularly fascinating was the Better Legal Program. So they let people know about legal paths that they can take mm-hmm. if they are experiencing bullying, especially anything like a hate crime, things like that, that they can they can take care of and they have resources available to them. And I think that um, this, what are you going to do? Like sue me or what, uh, what are you going to do? Report me to whom, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it actually gives them a avenue where they can get advice that is that protects them. So I, I thought that that was a great resource. Obviously, there's a huge community involved in it. Um, and, you know, anytime that really you can uh, speak with people that are going through the same issues as you, um, it's going to help as well. So I was really happy with the it's get, It Gets Better project. And yeah. I'm really glad that like in the Mean Girls, we got to see that there was a, a gay character represented and he wasn't ashamed or bullied for that, really. Mm-hmm. That's true. I um, mean, he, 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 he was a little bit because they were being catty to him because they're catty people. But... Uh, <laughs> I I know that that's a big issue and they didn't really dig into that, but you know, they did talk about, um, she, uh, made a slander that, you know, she, Oh, this is, this lady's gay and I can't have a gay person at my party because there's women in swimsuits there yeah. and things like that. That was not okay. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's not okay. It's completely ignorant. You know, I did wanted to mention that it gets better project in here because, uh, the bullying is a huge part of it and it does get mm-hmm. better. Yeah. By the way, it's a grassroots or- organization stemming from that book. Love it. Love that. It's a very large organization. They're able to put a lot of media out there. And so I, so it does have a lot of presence, but I'm giving a little bit more. Why mm-hmm. not? Absolutely. Right. Good. Okay. So for Mean Girls Month, we're also reading one star movie reviews from Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> one star movie review for The Wolf of Wall Street. Okay. Remember, this is nominated for Best Picture. <laughs> one star movie review. There were no wolves in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. It's awesome. Speaking of one star movies, I I meant to bring this up earlier. I have to I have to squeeze it in. Mean Girls oh, yes. Two. Holy oh. shit! That was one of the worst things I've ever sat through. I think I got through about twenty minutes of it, and then I just couldn't take it anymore. It was like fan fiction written by junior high kids imagining what high school might be like oh no i almost want to watch the train wreck like i almost want to see it (laughs) (laughs) i have seen some bad movies in my life and usually i can make it through them i could not make it through this Oh yeah, my she, she messaged me. She's like, I just watched Mean Girl 2 in case we talked about it. I was like, there's a Mean Girls 2? <laughs> We're not talking about it. <laughs> it's not worth mentioning other than it's terrible. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't right. So do you say right. Tim Meadows is the only carryover? Or? Yes. And 
even he's not good in it. And Tim Meadows oh. is funny. Somehow they managed to make Tim Meadows unfunny. It's, I don't know. It's like you actively made this movie at the opposite of what yes. the first movie was. As some director in there going, I can do it better. I'll just do everything different. It, no, and they tried they tried to recreate a lot of stuff, mm. but just not as good. Not even one fourth mm. as good. It was just bad. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. My I, favorite part was Tim Meadows, you know, um, taking his shirt off. I I didn't leave South Central for this shit, and there's all these like girls. I was okay with that. He's all do the right thing again. I, I like, was kind of surprised by that. You know, I was like, hey, he's kind of built. We got it. Was like nice baseball bat. I saw that movie. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Lainey, for joining us. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. I had so much fun. So excited yep. that you could come back and hang with us. And thank you for being my friend for yes, 123 oh. years. <laughs> we are not that old. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Is there any way uh, people can reach, reach out to you on social media and whatnot? Oh, are you asking me? Yes. Um, you can reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram. I have a YouTube channel, um, which is basically just me talking not shit, but fluff about makeup. So it's not that interesting. Um, no, but- it is. It's awesome. I enjoy it. <laughs> but- I like your tattoo ones, the, um, the stick on tattoos. Oh, those are yes. Good. Those are fun. Um, what is your YouTube channel? It, my YouTube channel is just Lainey Bradbury. It, it's just same same name as my Facebook name. And I am getting a psychology YouTube channel up and running that is called Ooh. Spinster Princess. Nice. So that should be here pretty soon. <laughs> and I am um, getting a Facebook page up and running. Once we are allowed to leave the house again, I am mm. getting my Disney Princess business off the ground. I do birthday parties. <laughs> and do you do uh, FaceTime during this sequestered period? Uh-huh. You could do Skype parties. Oh, I, I have been. I actually have a very good friend who lives out in Katy who has the virus. And I've oh. been and her son's favorite her very young son's favorite princess is Rapunzel. And so mm. a couple of times a week I dress up in full Rapunzel regalia and FaceTime with him. It's adorable. Awesome. Oh, hey, aren't you playing Merida somewhere yeah. soon? Or did um, they have to cancel well, that? they've postponed it indefinitely. Mm. But yes, I'm playing Merida in a Purple Box Theater production called Once Upon a Time. And it's basically just a Disney princess review. Nice. Yeah. All right. Again, thank you, Lainey. We love you to thank death. You. Thank I you. I love you guys, too. <laughs> and thanks for rocking our t-shirt, by the way. I saw Oh, that. of course. <laughs> My pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> so, Okay. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to Mean Girls Month. All right. See you guys next time. Bye. Music provided by www.bensound.com and please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com. I like skank waffle.